Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and we are going to chat about a little bit about pregnancy and um, just some things that I really make sure that I focus on uh, in pregnancy, which really doesn't differ from when I'm not pregnant, but these are just things that I still make sure don't get pushed aside, forgotten, or assumed that it's not okay to do. Um, and, and I want to encourage you ladies um, that maybe want to be pregnant someday, are pregnant, or you know soon to be, or have been and will have more, like all whatever the range is. Um, or maybe you know someone that you're really close to and you just want to encourage them. Um, and maybe you send this episode to them. But I am currently 31 or 32 weeks, depending on when you listen to this episode, um, 32 weeks pregnant with my fourth child. And my oldest is six. I have a three and a half year old and a 20 month old. And this one will be born here soon, which is crazy. But one thing that has always remained constant in my pregnancies is movement. And I have, you know, you you might think, well, Gabby, you're just a rock star with your workouts and you just never stop and you just keep going. I wish I was like that or I don't know how to do that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying be like me. I'm just, I'm asking you to move your body. Okay. And I would tell anyone that's not even pregnant, men and women that, you know, aren't looking to have children or post having children like movement is movement and it's so good for your body and for your mind and for your health and yeah you have to have a lot of grace on yourself when you're pregnant and um, how to figure out how to implement movement and so it's so awesome that there's so many people that have paved the way to offer um, plans and programs and things online for people to do from a distance you don't have to work specifically side by side with someone for prenatal um, working out but honestly if you are already someone that works out currently you don't have to stop because you got pregnant there's nothing nothing to worry about like it's not there's no reason you need to now I understand some women experience nausea, super tired in the first trimester. I That was me, but it hit me like afternoon where I like was dead to the world. And so I knew like obviously I'm not going to try and do workouts then. It would have to be earlier in the day. Um, But like nausea and tired and some new aches and pains that are just new for first time moms that your body's shifting and it's all new. 
Totally. You've got to have grace with yourself. But don't assume that because you can't work out or you're having a really hard time getting it consistent in the first trimester, the first 12, 13 weeks, that, you know, you know, I'll just work out after the baby's born. Oh my gosh, you have 40 weeks about, give or take, with this child growing inside of you and your body consistently morphing and changing and shifting and shaping. And you're going to let 27 more weeks go by without purposefully moving your body in ways that it could support you and your growing baby. I think that that is just so sad when women throw the towel in. They think they can't start. Even in the third trimester when they're like, I I don't know if I should start. I I really haven't been doing anything. Yes, you're going to do the basics if you haven't been working out. So if you have been working out, great. Keep doing what you're doing. I would not, I, I would continue doing everything I have been normally until it started to not feel right. And you'll know. You're not, I can't explain it to you, but you're going to know. All of a sudden you're going to feel something stretch or you're going to feel a movement or a weird, something that you can't engage the same way, like your core, like you could when you're not pregnant because things are being stretched and, and shifted or maybe something hurts a little bit more because of like, you know, in your back or whatever. So guess what? Those are the points when you don't throw in the towel, you start to adjust, adjust your expectations, adjust the equipment you're using, how heavy maybe you're lifting in a certain move that doesn't feel right and modify. There's so many modifications. You, of course, I, I cannot do push-ups on my toes anymore. I mean, I probably could do one, but it really will not feel good and I'm not interested. <laughs> I cannot engage my core that way. It, it doesn't work. And I'm a little um, front heavy, so <laughs> that doesn't quite work so well. Um, but I can do it on my knees. I can do it on an elevated surface on my toes, so I use like a bench or a couch. And that feels so much better. Even a wall feels amazing. And I'm still getting a workout, trust me. Um, yeah, and, and there, there's just so, so many benefits. And so movement has always been a point of consistency in my pregnancies. And I just want to encourage so many moms out there to not think that you can't enter into it. Say you haven't worked out consistently and now you know you're pregnant and you're feeling this like, maybe I should start exercising. Yes. But you need to then make sure that you find something that starts with the basics for you. And you need to maybe talk with, um, find a female prenatal coach. Um, right now I'm like, I'm talking about this and I'm, and I'm going through a um, pre-postnatal certification right now, which is super exciting. And I just love everything I'm learning um, that kind of puts the um, cherry on top because everything, it's like I've known this, but I just haven't really fully, like I, I didn't know it. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that, wow, all of this information, like it just has rung true for all of my pregnancies. And when you move your body when you're pregnant, you, you may not feel energetic at the moment, but it's going to give you energy. You wonder why I can keep up with so much stuff. It's because I've learned, I've moved my body. I exercise. Okay. Um, so it's going to give you energy. It's going to give you stamina, strength, endurance, stability, all of the things. As moms, we are athletes. 
We are squatting, we are lifting, we are twisting, we are turning, we are straining our bodies in weird positions to carry car seats and groceries and pick up kids and pop our hip out to the side, which is not good for us. And so we are, we are, our, our bodies go through an insane amount during pregnancy, post-pregnancy, being mom, we use our bodies like athletes. And so we have to train it like one. We have to treat it like one and look at it as one. And so you need to come alongside it and support it and give those muscles the strength and stability they need. If you haven't worked your core at all and you've been pregnant four times, oh my goodness, no wonder you're struggling. No wonder things don't feel right. They feel off and you've just accepted it as normal. No, it's not. Incontinence. My goodness, I've learned so much. And when I've learned how to activate my core properly, my pelvic floor area, when doing certain exercises, my last, I think it was with Titus too, but mainly with Juliet, like night and day difference with how I'm, you know, managing down there. (laughs) Um, You know, the things, you know what I'm talking about, ladies, jumping jacks, sneezing, coughing, all the things. It's a real deal. And so movement, when you're focusing on adding resistance, learning how to train your body with load, how to become stronger and handle it. I mean, man, there's just so much to work on. So movement, movement, movement. And you can start whenever. Just know that like if you were not a runner prior to getting pregnant and you're like 10 weeks pregnant and you're like, I want to go for a run. Not really sure that that is going to be the best option for you like to become a runner then because it's not the time. But definitely start with some body weight movements, then add in some resistance bands, then lift some weights. Don't go crazy heavy, but you're going to start with those, you know, three, five, eight pound dumbbells and start to get somewhere. Okay, really good. Even just walking. But if you can give me 30 minutes a day, five days a week, that is the recommended. Now I learned that um, a statistic, and I'm not sure like exactly when this course was made for like how long ago this was, but I believe it's not really that much higher. Um, about 15-ish percent of women that are pregnant are moving their bodies for the daily recommended amount. And that's even against that Americans, 45% of Americans, not even half, are moving their bodies at their recommended amount. So I firmly believe that that is where you're missing it. If you're wondering why you're having aches and pains and um, pubic symphysis pain and back pain and sciatic pain and core issues and pelvic floor issues, like we've got to start training our bodies and coming alongside it and creating stability and um yeah, it's just, it's it's so important. I don't know. I don't know how to nail it anymore. It's just, it's so, I don't know. Um, and I absolutely love exercising, working out. I love the challenge. I know not everybody does. And that's why you have to, you can't look at me and be like, well, I can't do what she does. I can't go run 10 miles. No, okay, I, w- I can't go run a marathon at 16, preg- 16 weeks pregnant like Gabby. No, I'm not asking you to. But I was a runner and was planning and training prior to even knowing I was pregnant and getting pregnant. And I said, you know what? I've been a runner and I know I can run during pregnancy. It's not it's not a rule that you can't. But if it starts to at all ever feel like nope, doesn't feel right, I'm constantly sore or I'm hurting or anything, then I was not gonna pursue it. And guess what? 
I was able to continue and we just rolled with it each week. Some weeks were real easy to wake up and run. Some weeks weren't. Some weeks were faster. Some weeks were slower. And it's okay. I knew that, man, I'm just going to have to show up each week, each day and figure it out because pregnancy is super, super different and inconsistent for people. It looks different for everyone. And some days are really good and some days... Um, you know, that are just really hard to show up for. So just know that you have to find what works for you. Even just walking for 20 minutes and you did a little bit of strength for 10, 15 minutes, like, or just split it up. Walk for 15, strength train for 15. Boom, there's your 30 minutes. Like, awesome. And watch how it helps, okay? But you have to find what you really enjoy and what you like. Um, another thing, I know we stuck on movement for a lot, long, for a long time, but I just I really wanted to to nail it on the head how important it is because it it helps with so many things. It also helps. I'm gonna keep going with labor and delivery. Okay, ladies, it's gonna just it's gonna help you engage the right things, be strong, and be able to endure through that to have an more easier I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because it's just it's just not but you'll be less likely to have complications okay so know that all of it is like helping you and your baby have the best possible outcome for healthy pregnancy and delivery and to make it easier on you recovering it also helps with anxiety and depression during pregnancy and post-pregnancy 100% believe that because it has impacted me a lot and has saved me <laughs> a lot because um, it releases the hormones and such. Uh, and there's one other thing I was going to say. Um, oh, and, and also exercising I learned when pregnant. <laughs> it's crazy. Like in the first beginning of pregnancy, it creates a larger placenta and more nourishment for your baby like you have a larger placenta if you're someone who's active during pregnancy which means more nourishment for your baby a bigger home for your baby to get more nutrients how awesome is that that blew my mind I had no idea I sent a screenshot to my husband I was like what the heck check this out and he's like wow well way to set up our kids lives right from the get-go you know set them up for success and I was like I didn't even know what I, I didn't even know like that I was giving them a better home inside via placenta <laughs> like how that correlated was just bonkers to me um so just just know that it's it's about you and it's about baby and and if you can find that perfect thing that gets you motivated that gets you moving do it do it and obviously like yeah reach out to me if you ever just need encouragement a place to start I mean I could just shoot you a handful of resources I can I can come up with a program for you um and train you through an online version. You know, if we don't, you know, I don't I don't do in-person training, but I can create body weight movements, three workouts a week that you could show up for. Boom. Like we can do that. Absolutely. Um, technology is awesome, so we have access to that. So movement, movement. Um, another thing uh during pregnancy that I really make sure to focus on is hydration, electrolytes, water. I mean, I still I still drink coffee. I'm I just do. I think I tried one bit, one pregnancy where I didn't. 
And I mean, it just, yeah, I ended up resorting back to it because I just love coffee. Now I'm not drinking five cups a day, but I enjoy my, my morning cup or two. Um, and a cup, I mean, to each their own. I don't know what a cup is to you, but I mean, <laughs> I fill up a, you know, a Yeti mug, my, my travel mug. And, and, you know, that's pretty much what I have. Don't always finish it. Um, sometimes if it's a long, a longer day, I'll have a little pick me up in the afternoon or if I'm getting coffee with a friend. Otherwise it's water and electrolytes re on repeat. So get yourself a cute water bottle, get yourself whatever you need to do, cute reminders and things posted and reminders on your phone that will get you to drink water. Electrolytes. I use a brand called LMNT. Um, or elements it's spelled l-m-n-t and um, they a lot of people are are taken back by the sodium levels in there we actually need a whole lot more sodium than you think if you're not eating like processed foods like if you have a more whole foods based diet you actually need a lot more sodium than you think so um, love it I love the flavors it actually has helped um Definitely because I work out. So if you're someone who works out and is pregnant, you need a decent amount of electrolytes and everything, like a good electrolyte drink, a decent amount of sodium. That's what I meant. Um, And yeah, like just hydrate yourself however you need to, just not with sugar, okay? We're not here for the sugary drinks. (laughs) We're not loading up on juice and Gatorade and, um, you know, foofy coffees, like Every now and again, fine, but like that's not that's not what I'm talking about. So be nourished. It's gonna keep you feeling good, baby hydrated enough, you or whatever, like just your body. So everything functions. Okay. You need more of it when pregnant. You got a lot more blood flow going on and um it's gonna help so much, especially going into your labor delivery as you're approaching that. Um hydration is going to be key for your body to be able to function I actually got dehydrated in my pregnancy I'm sorry my labor with my third I ended up needing an IV fluid Um, I started to feel sick I thought I was in transition I was not (laughs) Um, because nothing was happening like no with baby other than the heart rates were really not okay um, for me and baby and a doctor just recommended to my midwife, like, why don't you give her some fluids? And I said, fine, stick an IV in me. But the only, th- I said, Alex, you make sure they put nothing in me but water. Like, you make sure that bag is only IV fluids. I don't want anything else in my body. You know, <laughs> I don't put IVs in. I don't let them do that just to have access whenever. So it wasn't the most fun to be poked during that moment, but we made it happen. Um, and after I ate some dried mangoes and I drank some electrolytes and I had the IV fluid, everything came to a level place. So, um, hydration is just so key and critical during pregnancy, especially if you're active too. And it can be forgotten and missed. I mean, there are days where I'm like, shoot, how much water have I even drunk? It's not cool. Um, so yeah, making that important. And then nourishment, obviously, like I said, all of these things are not like things I wouldn't do if I were, um, weren't pregnant. These are things I would do even if I wasn't pregnant, but they're even more important to still maintain, um, to not believe the lies that are out there that you can't exercise and that just give into your cravings and all just accept the baby weight and you'll get your body back. Like, no, we're just not using that kind of language here. We don't, we don't talk that way. There's no getting your body back. Your body never left you. 
Um, there's no giving in. There's no, it, it's respecting and honoring where you're at, but also like, no, I need to respect and honor my body and give it what it needs. Um, even if it doesn't feel easy because my baby, I want to set my baby up for success. I want to have a healthy baby and a healthy pregnancy and healthy recovery. And that comes from, yeah, choosing these things. And then it's just going to become easier and easier. So your best bet is to always, you know, if you're not pregnant yet and want to be someday, is to set yourself up for success and implement these habits prior. Um, Because then it's just going to feel natural and normal to you and to your mind like your habits and your body. Um, and the last thing is nourishment. Like you you really just need to nourish your body. If you want the pizza and ice cream one night, yeah, eat it. Like I get it. I only craved like carbs in the first trimester. Like I just want all the carbs. Like I think with Winston, my first, I wanted an egg sandwich. I don't know why. I just wanted bread with eggs and ketchup on it. That was strange. So I had that. <laughs> um crackers cereal like it it was just like that was kind of all I wanted I didn't even feel like like really sometimes it's just like don't even ask me what is for dinner I don't even know what to make like what do you guys want I don't care about me like you as long as you're fed I'll figure out what I'm gonna eat like (laughs) some days it's a hot mess and some days like we're on point um And nourishing, I just mean by making sure that you're giving your body whole foods, good vitamins, taking your supplements um, that you've talked to and agreed with with your provider, um, and just making sure that you're getting some enough healthy fats. Protein, you need the protein. I'm always, always on top of it. I just, I always make sure. Like, did I drink a protein shake or or just drink protein with water? You know, after a workout. Um, you know, I grab some of the easy Greek yogurts, um, the Oikos. I know they're not my favorite to always have because they have natural flavors in them, but man, are they convenient. Um, otherwise I'll buy like the, um, unflavored ones. Uh, like this is a big giant, um, low fat Greek yogurt container at Costco. And then I'll put like my collagen that's sweetened with monk fruit in the yogurt and then put berries and granola in it. So like that's more ideal but sometimes I just like I'm like oh you know what this just sounds really good so I'm gonna grab one of the easy convenient packs and I don't have to measure anything and mix anything I can get flavor and protein all in one so um, I had one today um you know beef sticks cheese whatever it is that you you know eggs that you need to get protein in um you got to have it on hand you got to do it you can't always be reaching for the cravings because um yeah and I'm not big on cravings. I didn't I didn't really have them. Um, sometimes it was more of like frozen fruit. I really just wanted to eat frozen fruit. And so I would. I would have bags of mangoes or blueberries or whatever. Um, but just really focus on nourishing your body because honestly that's what's going to make you feel vibrant, feel good, give your baby good stuff, and fuel your body. It's no different than when you're not pregnant. It's just extra important when you are because you have another human inside of you that is relying. This is like their beginning. This is their beginning and it matters and you matter and I just I just want you to know how important your job is. You're a mom. Even before this baby comes out, you are a mom and you can do it. 
and just always always remind yourself of the reason why okay do you want that drive through great but maybe don't allow yourself three times a week for your husband to go make a pregnancy run a craving run okay like get real with yourself and maybe make have some things at home on hand that you've made more homemade or whatever like I don't even know dip dip some you know pretzels in peanut butter or like pretzels in a chocolate hummus or you know but like don't go buying the fried sugar laden bad oil food like you you know you have the resources we can do better right um so movement hydration and nourishment are just they're just non-negotiables in pregnancy and they should be non-negotiables in your life regardless so I just really want to call to action that if you are wanting to have a child someday and you're not yet there or or um, not pregnant yet and you're working on that um, that's so exciting and I hope that I can encourage you to make the changes now before all of a sudden it seems really hard to make the change when you know that you should be if that makes sense so if you knew you should be exercising, it's going to be 10 times harder to want to start that when you're pregnant. Okay, so let's start it now. Um, if you've been eating out or just not on a really good rhythm of nourishing your body the right way and you think that it's going to happen when you get pregnant, I'm sorry, it's going to feel even harder. So we've got to start that now. Um, yeah, there's just so much beauty in in. And all of that, if we can come alongside our body, like I said, support it. Because you are an athlete, mama. You are going through so much and um, or will be with pregnancy. So it's very near and dear to me. I mean, obviously, this is my fourth child. So I've <laughs> been through so much of it. I've had, um, I've just been blessed to have really uncomplicated pregnancies, labor and deliveries, Um and I look forward to sharing more of that this year with you guys. I'll have to get some birth stories on here. If you're interested in those, let me know. Um, I know you are. I know you're interested. You're like, yeah, Gabby, we've been waiting. Um, I just feel like I could talk your ear off with those. So those might be long. Um, but yeah, where was I going with that? Um, yeah, just I just hope that this encourages you. I This isn't new to me. I've, I've been so blessed. Oh, that's what I was saying. I've just been so blessed and grateful to have uncomplicated pregnancies. I know that is not the case for every woman. But I just want to encourage you to show up on the days that you are feeling on top of it. Like you're feeling good. Do all the things you can. And the day that you're like near the toilet all day. You just have grace with yourself. And maybe just focus on hydrating. That's all you got to do. You just got to focus on hydrating and rest. Oh, I should have put in there another non-negotiable is like resting, sleeping. Maybe because I'm not very good at that. I mean, I've been trying to do better at sleeping. Usually by this point in my pregnancy, I'm like, it's okay to not get up at 5 a.m., Gabby. These days, these next weeks, you're not going to be, you're, you're not going to be sleeping in about eight weeks, like on a consistent basis. So you might want to give yourself that time. So rest, sleep, that's where your body's going to heal. It's going to grow. It's going to do its magic. It's going to do all the things when you're resting. Helps with your anxiety. Okay? All of that stuff. Stress. Inflammation. Okay? So make sure that we're also implementing that sleep 
that rest in there. So I am so glad I got to talk to you guys about this. I hope that it was helpful. Let me know. Share this episode if you found value here. Let me know. Leave a review. Share it with a friend, a loved one. It would mean so much to me and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Bye-bye.